welcome to the All Things Protest podcast. I'm Rob Sneckenberg, and with me today are my co-hosts, Olivia Lynch and Christian Curran. Earlier this month, we put out a client alert on GAO's annual bid protest statistics, and we wanted to dive a bit deeper today. First off, we highlighted that the number of overall protests at GAO was down last year, but the effectiveness rate remained the same. Christian, Olivia, do you have any ideas on why the number of protests might have gone down? It's hard to say, Rob, but I think the shutdown that happened at the end of the year last year that carried into the beginning of this year obviously could have impacted it. I think we saw, obviously, things quieted down then because the awards weren't being made, existing protests were delayed, and so clearly that had to have some impact. Another thing that could have impacted the number of protests filed was the fact that GAO has now implemented a $350 filing fee that may be impacting some repeat litigators that were known to file many protests at GAO within any given year. Yeah, I mean, that's right. There were still over 2,000 cases. I mean, I think 2,198 was the total number of protests filed. So while the total number may have gone down some, there were still quite a few protests. What about the effectiveness rate? It remains steady at 44%, which is right around where it's been for the past five or more years. Is that what you're seeing, Olivia Christian, that the effectiveness rate of protests has remained pretty consistent? Yeah, I think that's right, Rob. I mean, obviously, that effectiveness rate takes into account, we should be clear, not just sustains, but corrective action. And what I'm seeing in my practice is that we're still getting a lot of corrective action on protests and in ways that we would expect to see where agencies are acknowledging the errors and going back and fixing them. And also a good bit of sustains. I think that year over year, that tends to remain the same. Olivia, what do you think? Yeah, I think that just goes to show that even though like last year the sustain rate went down, protesters are still getting meaningful relief by going to GAO. Although the question remains whether protesters can actually flip the award and get it for themselves. One other notable change from the stats this year was the number of hearings. So a lot of commenters remarked after FY18 that there were only five hearings at GAO. So that number has crept up. It's now at 21 cases and 2% of protests. Do you expect that there may be more hearings in the future or any thoughts on that increase? I think that really has a lot to do probably with GAO's internal resourcing. So it's hard to say, but they seem to have hired a number of new folks over there in the last year to replace some outgoing folks. And I think, I mean, look, the hearing process itself, I think, is a good way for GAO to really get to the bottom of things. Some of the cases they deal with are very complex procurements that have very subjective fact questions involved. And sometimes when you're on an expedited briefing schedule, I think it's a good way for the GAO attorney to get answers to difficult questions that they have to struggle with in writing decisions. So to the extent that GAO views that the same way, and now they've got the resources to handle more hearings, I think you could continue to see an uptick in hearings, especially on the more complex and higher dollar value procurements. Yeah, I'd also be interested to know from FY 2018 how many hearings GAO actually called versus how many they actually held, because I know we see it happen all the time when GAO indicates they're going to have a hearing on an issue. Agencies at that point, I think, seriously consider taking corrective action as opposed to putting all the resources into going to a hearing. Which is unfortunate at times, given that sometimes a hearing can be an opportunity for an agency to address just a simple factual question in the record. At least when we're the intervener, that's unfortunate. When we're the protester, (laughs) you know, I guess I'm not complaining here. 
Let's turn away from the numbers a bit. And just for the last issue, this is the annual report. And in addition to the specific statistics, GAO identifies the most common grounds for sustained protests. So in FY 2019, those were unreasonable technical evaluations, inadequate documentation of agency records, flawed selection decisions, unequal treatment, and unreasonable cost or price evaluations. Does that jive with what you're seeing as far as common protest issues percolating nowadays? Yeah, I mean, uh, the annual report really kind of classifies these in a very general way. And, and I think, yeah, generally flaws in the technical evaluation or something that consistently come up, and I would expect them to come up going forward. I think more specifically, and as the three of us talked about just about two weeks ago now at our breakfast series in Northern Virginia, there are some more specific issues that we're seeing year over year over the past couple of years that are getting more attention at GAO, including key personnel departures that occur mid-procurement, affiliate entity performance, past performance and experience issues, and a number of things of that nature that are kind of cropping up more, right? For instance, M&A activity is increasing, so you're seeing more and more decisions, I think, that deal with the affiliate performance issues. Olivia, do you think there are some other trends that you've seen? At the risk of sounding like a broken record, honestly, the key personnel issue is one of the biggest changes I think I've seen over the past three years. I think that's a really good point, Olivia. And I think I'm exactly sure what's driving that, but certainly the availability of online platforms that make it easy for competitors to check on the key personnel of other offerors, I think makes it a lot easier to make that protest ground. You can, anybody can go on LinkedIn and see if somebody's left recently or if they've changed jobs. I mean, that's something that wasn't available even just a couple of years ago. And with new decisions coming out of GAO still on this issue and the court, the IP Keys decision, the NetCentrics decision, the Chenega decision, all decisions that we've covered on prior podcasts and on our blog, I think these issues are going to continue to swirl and appear in future protests. But we'll see. Maybe next year uh, in the GAO stats, we'll report that key personnel was one of the top issues that was sustained. I doubt it, but you never know. So we'll keep an eye out on the statistics and keep an eye out on interesting decisions and keep you updated. And until next time, thanks for listening. The All Things Protest podcast is brought to you by Kroll & Mooring LLP. You can find more information at kroll.com slash allthingsprotest.